uh, one of the the plays, the guy's playing uh, Dracula, but his accent like slips into Italian so fast. Vlad, avanto, Zaka, Vlad. And eat all your spaghetti. And your cannolis. Oh no, I'm Italian again. It's time for another rousing episode of Bat Boys Comedy. The show where they take your suggestions and turn them into improvised comedy magic. Or at least they'll try. And now here's your host, Jason Spooner and the Bat Boys. Folks, welcome to another episode of Bat Boys Comedy. That's right, the improvised comedy podcast. Who let the baby out? Where we take your suggestions and we do what, Kale? We make improvised comedy magic. That's right. This is a 100% improvised comedy podcast, which means everything you are going to hear will be made up on the spot. There's no rehearsal. There's no lines written on the ceiling. There's no invisible ink sprawled on our desk it's just 100 poof off the top of our heads that's what makes an improv playing for you tonight though let me introduce the bat boys we have it's austin hi there it's kale well hi there it's caleb and i'm jason <laughs> yay and together we're the bat boys and folks here's what's up all week long if you want to be part of the family you can find us on all of these social programs and social platforms starting with instagram huh huh instagram people like that one instagram.com slash comedy that's where you can find us there you can also find us at bat boys comedy on facebook twitter and youtube Ooh, it's a lot all over the place you can slide into our gmail and send us a nice letter at batboyscomedy at gmail.com. We should get a P.O. box. We should get I would love box. to get a nice letter. You know what? If you send a self-addressed envelope. To where? 108 Camden Road. Technically, it's a pre-addressed envelope, not a self-address, because <laughs> envelopes can't address themselves. Well, fuck you. <laughs> That's good to know, though. That's that, No wonder I never won any contests. I tried to enter that way. But if it was self-addressed, you could still send it. Well, what if I want the envelope to receive a letter themselves? Do you think the envelope's like, people always put letters in me, but never put letters to me? What if I wanted the envelope to win the sweepstakes? Oh, that'd what be good. What if the sweepstakes registration was the envelope's registration? For tax what purposes. I, what if I wanted to marry an envelope? You could lick an envelope. I know. I would lick that envelope. Just because you lick it doesn't mean you have to marry it. <laughs> All right, there is your t-shirt, and there's your t-shirt. And there's our that. t-shirt. There's the t-shirt, and also, where can they find this t-shirt at? Tbublic.com uh, backslash user backslash batboys. Perfect, and I'm almost kind of glad that we didn't go live with this one, but I like it. All right, here's what's going to happen. We have a background that was sent to us by one of our lovely audience members. We placed that background in our Zoom call. It's what we use to record all these podcast episodes. And we're gonna use this virtual background and have it inspire a series of scenes. And we're, we are gonna go from scene to scene, scenario to scenario. And you, the audience, are gonna know that we are going from one scene to the other when we take the last line of dialogue in one scene and use it as the first line of dialogue in a brand new scene. In a brand new scene, you'll hear something like this. 
I'm trying to remember specifically what Caleb said about licking things so I can go into Campa immediately and make Just because you lick it doesn't mean you have to marry it. There it is. But you know what? If you liked it, then you should put a stamp on it. So <laughs> with that said, who would like to describe this background? <laughs> That's Kale like that one. Kale like yeah, that, that was one. a good one. That was good. You got me. You got me. <laughs> uh, this is uh, this background. I would love to describe. It's a uh, it's a picture, a close up picture of a watch. It's a lovely, lovely watch. I'm gonna guess a lady's watch because it's very slender and gold. I'm gonna guess it's somewhere late '70s, early '80s, uh, based on the style. And uh, it is laying atop. Um, I don't know if it's noodles or thread, but some some type of bundle of something. Yeah, I'm gonna say this. I absolutely hate this watch because <laughs> what uh, what is it? One, two, three, and four are so close together, and then eight, nine, and ten are so close together. But five, six, and seven are very spread out, and eleven, twelve, and one are very spread out. I don't like it. So yeah. it reminds me of like um, a watch that my grandmother would wear, mm-hmm. like a like a watch. So it's it's definitely like a vintage watch. It's got like a square face, and it just I don't know. It's something like I feel like my grandmother was wearing in like the late seventies or eighties. So the time is twelve forty. Oh, a.m. in five seconds. Yeah, ten seconds. You can't tell it's a.m. Well, I mean, you can't other than the fact that it's not on someone's wrist; it's on the floor. Uh, here's the here's the touch that I like. Uh, I really miss the little windy knob that watches used to have. Oh my gosh, it's like my favorite thing. Tiny little um, knob with little notches in it so that you can wind it with your fingers. Yeah, you don't find those anything anymore. It's called a crown. Mm-hmm. Can't find a good tiny little knob anymore. <laughs> All <laughs> right, well, we have our episode name right here. Here we go. <laughs> oh no! So with that, Bat Boys Comedy proudly presents. Grandma's watch, the bat. Would you like some cookies? Would you like some cookies? Would you like some cookies? Meredith, Meredith, get in here, please. Time to watch the news. Meredith, where am I? Time to watch the news. My God, I've never seen a watch so beautiful before. Well, thank you. I'm taken aback by its slenderness and its avant-garde retro placement of its numerals. It was found by me in a cave in 1923. A cave watch? I was there with an explorer and we had an a particularly saucy experience in that cave. My God, for a 120-year-old woman, you sure have your shit together. Yes. And right when I was climaxing, this watch came down from the heavens in a beam of light. (gasps) Go on. And now I'm pawning it. Listen, I cannot accept this watch for the pawn shop, but I can accept it for myself. I'll uh, pay Christian, you. Christian, 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 sorry. I'm gonna, oh. I'm gonna, I'm gonna stop the training video, uh, the training regimen right here. So you were gonna do what now? You were gonna. I was gonna, gonna buy it off her because she's but, old and I felt bad for her and this watch is really cool. And I just know that if we were accepted in the pawn shop, I'd, I'd only get, be able to give her like 50% of what I want to give it 
her for that watch. So you're going to buy it personally? Yeah. Why not? Because that's not how the pawn shop works there, buddy. Right. You're here, you're, here, you're here to buy things off of old people, put them into the pawn shop so we can sell them to not as old people, not so you can buy them personally and take them home with you. But I'm, skipping like a, the, I'm skipping the middleman. But I'm the middleman and you work for me, so you can't just skip the middleman. I mean, what would you do with this watch? I mean, like, come on. Like, you're not going to wear it. Your wrists are way too fat. Wow. Wow. Are you going to wrist shame me? Oh, wait, wait. Here comes another customer. Let's see. Let's, well, let me try it your way. Let me try it your way for once, okay? Hello. My name is Mortipa P. Renegwald. My God. I've never, seen, I've never seen one of those before. Yes. Uh, this is the heart of the mountain. It's a crown that was passed down from my family from since the Vikings age. And you're, you're pawning it? You're pawning this family heirloom, this crown worn by Erickson Leaf? Yes, uh, it's, uh, it's cursed, and I would like to end the curse that's been in my family for years and years okay. and years. Listen, I'm, I'm not going to let you pawn this. I'm going to buy it personally from you. Well, if you do, the curse goes to you. I hope you understand. Oh, that's a responsibility I accept. Here, hurry before my manager get, gets back. Hurry, hurry. Okay, well, here you go. Uh, here you go. You have to, just give me one penny. That's all it will take to pass the curse from me to you. Oh, no. Surely you need... Okay, here you go. <laughs> Thank you. Manager, I did it. I did it. I, I bought something for the pawn shop. You, you paid that person out of your own pocket still. I literally saw you take the penny out of the, your little foldy plastic thing that you keep your coin purse, your coin purse, and you pulled a couple of dimes into one hand, and then you picked the penny out, and you handed it, like, and he grabbed it with his two fingers, like a penny to penny, two finger thing, and walked out. That is your crown. You did uh, not buy that crown on behalf of this store. You see that as they're talking that uh, the walls of the pawn shop are bleeding. Oh, so, this, this isn't good. Oh, no. That's cool. You know, so it's getting I'm all gonna, over the records. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you some severance. I think you need some time off. Why don't you take your crown and your stinky tuna fish lunch and your shoes that you definitely walked in the sewer rain to get here in uh, and just go home for the next two weeks. Well, let me ask you this question, manager. Would you want to buy this for me for the pawn shop? <laughs> As no. you look at the round at the <laughs> bloody walls? Uh, it's not, uh, not a bad idea. Uh, I'll take it. There you go. Five dollars. I'll take it. See, it was I'll a brilliant it. plan to make I'll take money. it. I'll take it. I'll take it. Sold! Woo! Good Whoa. job, buddy. Wow. How about that? Whoa. I wasn't sure if you were going to be able to get that or not. No. No. You bid, you no. bid pretty high. That one guy over there, the uh, the old man, he was uh, oh, he's yeah. been against you pretty heavy. He was bidding against me, but I'm not going to let anyone outbid old Buck. Because <laughs> you so, know what they say. Yeah. When Buck goes bidding, bid gets Big. It gets high. Yeah, Next up, yeah. lot 45. Lot 45, an old watch worn by a dead woman. Curse. Okay. All right, Buck, you've already spent all your money. Oh, but, but when Buck goes bidding, 
We'll what start the bidding at twenty thousand dollars. Twenty thousand dollars starting right Bucky, now. Do Bucky, I have twenty thousand dollars? You don't have twenty thousand dollars. All right, twenty thousand dollars. Do I have twenty-one? Twenty-one. Twenty-one thousand dollars. Put your hand down. Okay. Twenty-five thousand dollars and one cent. Twenty-five thousand dollars and one cent sold. Buck. Yes. Woo. Did you miss the part where you said that watch was cursed? Uh, yes, I did. You paid $25,000 at one cent for a cursed watch. When Buck goes bidding, he doesn't pay attention to the details. Buck, I think you have a problem. I'll be honest with you. But the curse? Well, yeah. now you have two problems. You had a, a bidding problem, and now you have a cursed watch problem. Well, let's. what about this? Have you ever thought about this? No, I haven't. Let's see what kind of curse it is. Because what if it's a curse where I automatically win all of the auctions? You think, from you, think now it's a on? Good, you think it's a good curse? What if that's the curse? curse? Uh, what if sir, that's the curse? Sir, here you go. Here's your, your watch. Um, Thank I'm gonna, you. I'm going to request it. I go ahead and put it on you now and just remind you that it's a cursed watch. Uh, yes. It does not give blessings, it gives curses. So <laughs> yeah. have fun. Now, okay. All right. Great. Buck, let me say, I love your optimism. I love the fact that you're looking for the best in every situation. <laughs> no, watch this. I'm going to rub it and wait for the genie to come out. Yeah, no, that's not, that's not what it is. It is not a magic Oh, lineup. genie of the world. Oh. Oh, oh. told you. I told you. <laughs> oh, great genie. What? I did not see that coming. What? Hello. Hey, what's up? My name is Buck. Okay, Buck, what's going on? Well, I get three wishes, I believe. Well, this alarm is supposed to be broken, so why are you waking me up? Well, I, I want I you literally, to know. I literally, I decided to make my house out of this tiny, cramped-ass square watch yep. because the alarm was broken yep. and the ticker was broken. So yep. I assume, <clears throat> since I am here, that you have had this watch refurbished uh nope but i would like i got my three wishes all planned out wish number one wow that's that's fast wow you didn't even ask my name you just like walk into which no, i'm i'm a man kind of hey, buck, are you buck can i talk to you over here for a second buck oh, one second genie hey uh buck i don't i don't i don't like the vibe that this genie's giving Guys, i'm gonna go brush my teeth i'll be back what do you mean you don't like the vibe he's gonna brush his but teeth he's Does wearing a robe and slippers the robe's very tattered and he's not even close to the front He's you think so he's one of those trick teeth. genies where, like, if I ask for something, he, he gives it to me, but in a trick I, way. I that, think he's oh. a monkey's paw genie. Yeah. I think you you ask, you you wish for a million dollars, and, like, your wife will die, and you'll get a million dollars in life insurance. And I'll get it, and I'll, like, death inheritance or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that, hey, okay. Do either of you have any coffee? I'm sorry. Um, it's I've been asleep for, like, a thousand years. This shit is, like, it's... See, I don't trust I didn't, it. did not expect... This a thousand years? This watch is only 30 years old. A thousand so. years ago? Yeah, they didn't have watches a thousand years ago. Time time is a construct, guys. Look, you know? Buck's a like, thinking now. Buck's yeah. gonna... Look, I'll tell you what I'm gonna do. Okay. I'm gonna out-genie the genie. All right, you think okay, so? Okay, Buck, go ahead. I, okay. Go for it. I you wish... I can't hear you from 30 feet away? I'm a... Friggin' genie that came out of a watch. I wish, genie. Cool. And I give you three wishes. <gasps> what? I did not see that coming. How about that? What? See that now? I'm getting in his look, head. Look at I look mean, how look how happy he is. I don't even know. I, I've only been woken up a handful of times, but every time it's some selfish prick who's like, <laughs> "Genie, hello. I'm I am your genie. 
I was assigned to you randomly because of this random person's wish. So you have three wishes. What? Now I, that's a genie. You see, Buck, what I'm saying? Uh, Look at that genie. That, that genie is going to shit genie. together. That is a genie of genies. Yeah. That's right. Look at my magnificent tail. Wow. So, uh, genie, I'd like to wish for um, some donuts. Oof. Donuts. Oh, cool. well, look. What? I just gave you the wishes and you wasted one. <laughs> yeah, but Buck, look. That genie's hands are now donuts. His donuts are his oh, hands. It's a trick that's wish. A- it's a trick. Yes, he's, now he's eating his hands. He doesn't even care. That's why I care. didn't make any wishes because I knew they'd be trick wishes. Oh, it's okay because one is a French crawler and the other one is a... Uh, it's a bear claw. Bear claw. <laughs> yeah. You should see it's your penis. Pretty... It's an eclair. <laughs> You're welcome. Wow. Wow. Greenfield. So I think... So let me just say, I think I cheated you guys out of some sort of a genie thing because like this is really cool. I did not expect having your own genie to be this cool. Like, I've got donuts for hands and a fucking eclair. Well, maybe donut. Of, is it full of cream? Donut genie. Well, we or don't penis. find out later. What, donut genie. Maybe what you could do is give Buck some non-cursed wishes, like some actual wishes as a thank maybe you. Maybe you could transfer my wishes back to me, but without the curse. Okay. So I'm not going to go like that crazy. Okay, Buck. <laughs> but I will say, like, come on. Um, I, this is cool. So I will yeah. give you... Two uncursed wishes and yes. one cursed wish, but I'm not going to tell you which one's going to be cursed. So, oh, wow. you have to All be right. careful. You have to be careful, okay? You have to be careful. It's very delicate. It's a, it's a ancient. It's old. It's very delicate. I want you to uh, yeah, put it. Yeah, it's very safe. delicate. Oh my! Oh, okay. I'm telling you, it's very delicate. Okay, I need you to okay. be very careful. Okay, I'd be very careful as I hold this. You, as we all know, are famous archaeologist Pierre Gosson, and I am your humble German psychic Karl Marx. Okay, I don't understand why you're uh, introducing yourself again. I know who you are. We've been working together for oh, very Pierre, long. Yeah, you're so funny. Well, thank you very much. I appreciate it. I'm known for my sense of humor. Oh, uh, but listen, doctors, uh, doctors! I found this new artifact. Okay, put that oh down. My. Put that down. You're not supposed to just pick up oh, things. Sorry, sorry. Throw it to me. I, I no, don't it. I have it. great hands. Here, throw it. <laughs> oh no! Okay, so uh, you you first rule of archaeology is you do not throw the artifacts. Okay, that's the first yes, rule. They think, first thing that. they teach you. I know, but I thought I had it. Uh, you know, second, I was thinking second rule of archaeology is always uh, where dust slippers no second rule is it belongs in a museum of course we learned that from indiana jones oh yes yes he's quite good (laughs) okay and the third rule is uh you must be very careful with the about snakes no there's no snakes in i'm sorry i keep interrupting you because i want to finish sentence but i'm not doing a good job no you're doing a terrible job with everything related to the archaeology okay yeah i don't i'm sorry that i hired you but good help is hard to find. It's hard to find someone who will come out here to the middle of nowhere and dig in this site. Oh, that I do very well. I love digging. Carl, oh, you're very my good parents, they go, they go, good and Carl. You go so good at the digging. How are you so good at the digging? I go, ah, oh, yeah, because it's in my nature. It's amazing. You actually, you, the way that you shovel with your hands between your legs. Oh, yes, like a doggo. <laughs> oh, yeah, I never really put that together. But yeah, like, oh, yes. a, like a doggo. Like a uh, yeah, you could you get through faster than anybody else. Pierre. You you get through uh, faster than anybody else, and then you stick it to that quarterback, whether he has COVID or not. I want you 
to be in his face. I want you to have COVID when you go home after this game. You got it, Smith? Okay, okay, coach. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get out there and get COVID, just like you said, coach. I well, don't get COVID, but, like, stick it to him like you want to get COVID. Stick it like I want COVID. Got it, coach. All right, get out there. In his face. We cut back to after that play. All right, coach. He sneezed in my mouth, and uh, I licked his fingers, and uh, <laughs> and I took his handkerchief, and I I cleaned my ears out with it. Uh, hey, attention on the field. This is uh, your rep, your rep. I uh, just want to let everybody know that while we do not have COVID, one of our uh, star quarterbacks here does have leprosy. Does have leprosy. Just uh, oh. want to make sure everyone's aware of that. Come back oh. to the game. All right. What do you want so me to do, Coach? Did you, did you, did you stick your things in? Well, it was a quarterback you did all that to, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. When I well, sucked on his fingers, one of them was still in my mouth. Honestly, they, they should have put the leprosy flag in the game plan. Like, I, I, I figured they would have let us know, yeah. especially considering that we are saying mother of Teresa of Assisi it's the, Catholic it's the new, Academy. It's the new we, league rules. It's, they, don't make, they don't make any sense. I mean, I would have I called in a favor from the big guy before the game so we could have played a little more fairly. All right, Coach. What do you want me to do on this next play, Coach? Just tell me. What do you want me to catch? I, want, I don't want you to catch another disease is what I want. So uh, – I'm getting mixed signals here, catch Coach. A, catch a touchdown. How's okay. that sound? Catch right. a touchdown. That sounds good, Coach. Okay, okay. All right, I'm on defense, but I'll catch a, I'll catch a oh. touchdown. Damn it, Smith. You know oh. what? Get in there at wide receiver. You're on offense now. I need you to okay. catch a touchdown. Well, okay, well, they have the ball, so you, well, I'm on the other team? What? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> I'm on the other team now? It's I'll do it, Coach. Whatever you say. It's time right. to have it. Hey, uh, as the coach of the other team, I'd just like to say we don't want him on our team now that he has leprosy. Well, you, your quarterback has leprosy. Right, like, one leper is enough. Us. One leper is enough. I'm going to go back to my bench. Just wanted to say, keep your leper. We have one. But it's Good your name, leprosy. Too. Okay, come on, come on, come on back over here. All right, All right. I'm, I'm not feeling too good, coach. So you're going to be our new kicker, okay? Okay, okay. <laughs> sounds good. I could do that, coach. I don't know how this is going to work. My feet are kind of weak. Oh, I'm, start, I'm starting to feel real bad. Okay. My muscles about, are sore. Okay. That well, leprosy kicks in so fast. I'm going to go talk to some of the other players who are actually able to play for a little while. Okay, I'm just going to lay down right here. I'm just going to lay down right here, Coach. Lay. Lay. This is bad. Can I get a medic? Yeah. Can I get a medic right here. Yeah. Uh, this kid, Smith, right? He can only lay now. I got to go talk to the other kids, though, that can play and not lay. Uh, Touchdown! Now, to win the game, we just need one extra point from the kicker. Oh, put me in, coach. Uh, I, I think I can do it. Just this is the whole game. Comes come down on, to this. Put him in. Just drag put my body in. over to the... Let, okay. let Rudy okay. Smith okay. kick. Scrimmage. All right, guys, round up, round up, round up. Okay. So it's all Can on somebody Smith. lift me up on their shoulders? Oh, I got you. I got you. Be careful, because his arms might fall off. He's got leprosy. Just if you're gonna lift him, lift him from the middle of his body and don't let anything dangle because we need all of his body parts and coach. Can we roll him into the ball to kick the extra point? I'll do it, coach. I think you're gonna have to kick him into the ball (laughs) to kick the ball ball into the extra point. It's gonna have to be some sort of a pool room shot for us to win at this point because 
he's the only person listed as a kicker for some reason in this game. So who is my – who is the person who Coach. is willing to kick the kicker? I'll Do be it. the kicker kicker. Do it, kicker kicker. Desmond Howard. Desmond's really talented at that. I did Ooh. not expect you to step up today. Kicker kicker. Just like a genie genie. Boys, I think we have a new team captain. Kicker kicker. What? Well, let's <laughs> wait until he makes the point. I, I want to I, – I, let's, let's Put like your support behind it. the new team captain and give him some goddamn <laughs> Are you going to wait boys? to see if I can kick – yeah, kick I feel Smith like that was a preemptive caption. Don't kick Smith or you might kick a piece of his body off. And we don't need that yet. I'm the kicker kicker. That's the only thing I kick is Smith. <laughs> you got to wait till we're on the field to kick that kicker kicker. Boy, I'm sorry. Ready to I, do this? I, I, I passed out. I, but I'm good now. I'm back, coach. Right, let's, kick, let's, let's get Smith out on the field and get, right. and get kicker kicker. Whatever you need. Lepra right. Smith, just lay right there. We get to the announcer booth. Announcing the, the final uh, the game. Looks like they have their kicker out here in front of the ball, and then in front of the kicker, another kicker. I haven't seen this. Oh my goodness! I, All right, the I kicker's haven't seen kicker. This. Oh my goodness! Oh my goodness! A fiery crash! Oh God! Oh, the National Bicycle Riding Championships has come to a skidding halt after a fiery crash with a fire truck. There are 30, no, maybe 40 bikes literally indented into this fire truck. Oh, God. Oh, the carnage. Hey, Mike, <laughs> this is Jimmy in the studio. Are you able to talk to any of the bicyclists, or are they all, you know, burnt alive? Oh, Jimmy, let me get out there and see what I can do. Let me pick through the carnage and the wreckage. And the, oh, God, I smell the hair. It's disgusting. I, hello, is there anybody still alive? Hello? <gasps> I'm alive. Oh, oh, you're alive, sir. Yes. Well, biker, I'm sorry. We can't see any of your any of your numbers. What's your name? My name is Ted. Ted. <laughs> we'll we'll backtrack into your last name. It's fine. Ted, what happened? Ted, the famous biker. I, right, right. Well, we're all famous at this stage of the race. We were driving, and then that son of a gun. Sam called in a fake fire alarm and then the fire truck pulled out in front of all of us and we all crashed into it. I'm sorry, did you say Sam? Sam. I'm, I'm sorry. Back Sam to pulled the fake fire alarm and we all crashed into it. I'm sorry, this, this latest update. Sam, it appears that Sam McNevinch may have pulled a fire alarm and caused this carnage once he got past the Arc de Triomphe, it is possible that he pulled a fire alarm at the Louvre to throw off the Tour de Paris, the Tour de France in this leg. Well, you know what they say. That's hearsay until it's cooperated by at least one other party. So let's see if we can find Steve. Steve, can you cooperate this uh, acclamation? Hello, hello. Yes, I can. Uh, I was here and I saw the whole thing. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> he's pronounced uh, Stefan, uh, just so oh. you know. <laughs> well, Stefan, uh, you know what? I'm going to go with my Johnny on the spot. Johnny on the spot. Uh, you there? You there, buddy? Jim? Jimmy? Jimmy? You yeah, there? I mean, oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, why don't you ask Steve some questions? See what's up. Steve. All right. So I was standing on the corner holding a baguette 
wearing my beret and smoking a cigarette, minding my own business as I do, yes. And uh, I was looking at the, the Arc de Triomphe, and then I looked to the left, and I see the Louvre. Uh, and uh, then I stopped to admire a mime, or, who, uh, or a, as we call him, a meme, uh, who is putting on a quite a performance. <laughs> and then I said to my mistress, who was standing next to me, uh, oh my gosh, do you see the fellow over there? He's pulling the fire alarm. And uh, she said to my wife, who was standing on the other side, uh, oh, I do believe he's, standing, he's pulling the fire alarm. And, and so you have, So I you said, have... of course, I said, uh, sacre bleu. <laughs> of, well, of course you said sacre bleu. Of course. I mean, what else would you say? That's and so we're looking at the footage that you have uploaded now, and it appears that it is number 59 that flipped the switch. Is that what your footage is showing? Ah, uh, that is the one, yes. 50, 59. <laughs> uh, uh, real fast from the tower, can you ask him to say 59 in French, just uh, for our French listeners? Uh, I, I'm sorry, can you, say, can you say 59 in French for our French listeners, just so that they're aware of what number they should be looking for when they're oh. going to kneecap somebody. Oh, we, oui, but of course, uh, it is a fifty-nine. Oh, ho, ho, ho. Uh, thank you so, thank you so, so much. Uh, is that is that sufficient for the French viewers? Très bien, très bien, très bien, C'est magnifique, yeah. All right. Well, uh, if uh, if that is uh, all, I am going to get in this gondola with my wife and my mistress and take my baguette. <laughs> Home if you need anything else. Uh, Jimmy, Jimmy, see if you can find that mime he spoke of. Oh, I'm sorry. What What was the name of the mime? Uh, or do you know where we could find him? Yeah, so his we name, get... of course, was Pierre Saint Francais. He, he is a very usually... famous French mime. What are the corners that he operates at? Oh, he uh, operates on the corner of the Rue de la Rouge and, of course, the Rue de la Baguette. <laughs> where, okay. ba where Baguette and Rouge meet. That's where he is. James, I'll. When, when I catch up with this mime, I will be back with you. I will be back with you. Good. It scares me when you leave me. If you ever get scared, just hold this pebble tight in your palm and think of me. And if you ever get scared, uh, come back to me. Okay. It's impractical Deal. advice, but I, I think you should follow it. Okay. I won't get scared, and you won't get scared. And I'm off to slay... The monster that's been that's been hurting our village. And if I get scared, I'll come back to you. And if you get scared, you hold the pebble. But I'm gonna slay the monster people for our have, village. People have been hunting this mime for years, and you think you can take it on? The mimester? Yes, the mimester. The Freeze. The mimester attacks, but they don't realize it because the mimester is silent. Oh no, oh no, he's putting us in a box. You don't realize it. Is he putting us in a box? Well, now he's climbing a ladder probably to get something spooky. Who knows? I'm scared. Wow. I'm gonna hold this pebble. And <laughs> if, if we were doing a podcast, this would be riveting action of a mime, wouldn't it? All right, listen. We have some background noise, I don't know. This is an alert of the mime alert testing system. This is an alert. There is a mime on the loose. Okay. Now's your chance. Now's your chance to go attack it like you said you would. Okay, now's my chance. Let me just, I'm looking in the eyes. Hey, hey, mime. I'm throwing rocks at it to get it down. Hey, mime. 
I do. <laughs> Not sure what that was some light artillery or something. He's <laughs> in, in an old World War One plane, I guess. It, it's really good radio. That's what this thinks. Hey, mime. You come down here and stop torturing our village because I have something to say to you. <laughs> say it. Say it to him. <laughs> the only box that you trap me in is the box of the patriarchy. <gasps> which will no longer hold me as I'm a strong, independent woman. And I bust through the box and stab the mine. Good job, buddy. You saved us. I'm no longer afraid, and I no longer need this pebble. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay, of course. And say okay to another Bat Boys episode. Ah. Eh? Eh? Folks, if you had a good time, please uh, like and subscribe wherever you find our podcast. And even more importantly, leave a review, a four or a five star review. Can do wonders to get us noticed by the algorithms. We'd appreciate it. Just saying. You can find us as always on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter at Bat Boys Comedy. You can slide into our DMs on Instagram at Instagram.com slash Bat Boys Comedy. Check us out on Gmail and write us a letter at Bat Boys Comedy at gmail.com. And we've got that cool, sick merchandise that you know you need in your wardrobe. Where, Austin? Uh, <laughs> it's over where I am right now, tpublic.com backslash user backslash batboys. I threw together a little Caleb quote from earlier today. So yes, just because you lick favorite. it doesn't mean you have to marry it. That's right. That's how it works. So let's say goodbye to our batboys one more time, starting with... It's Austin. Uh, this is Kayla. Adieu, au revoir, and bon appetit. Uh-huh, this is Caleb, and i just like to say him. Adios. There it is. Je m'appelle Jason, and j'adore les pablemous. Just saying. <laughs> is that like the last LaCroix you drank? <laughs> <laughs> I love the grapefruit. That's all I'm saying. And if you love us, don't go anywhere because we'll be back next week with two brand new episodes. Until then, we're the Bat Boys and we're saying good night. Oh my God. I have to get my kid Christmas gifts. Uh, uh, this year you can skip it. Yeah, you can, just, yeah. They don't know. Buy some books. Buy some books. I, I just okay. thought that. I was like, wait a second. My kid's gonna be a month no. old. Do I give what them you, gifts? What yeah. you do have to do is get Cora a gift and put the kid's name on it. You have to do that. Oh, Kale, I'm so glad I'm wearing headphones that you said that, so no one else heard that in this house. Oh, she she knows. That's a good idea. Oh my God, Kale, did can you, you text a, wait, me that you get the day before present? Christmas? <laughs> no, we we present? had a we had a whole conversation about that. She doesn't. Uh, I'm thinking about getting her like a really comfy pair of PJs. That's is that lame? That's, <laughs> that's lame. That's okay. pajamas. No, bro. it was only a matter of time. 
So I think there's a point in the relationship you go from buying lingerie to buying comfy PJs. Yeah, but it's it's not it's not on the birth of your first child. You buy something that she can like have forever, not something she'll grow out of or that she'll throw away eventually. Oh, that's a buy a reminder of the moment. I was thinking about a photo shoot, but it's COVID. Well, you can do you do a photo shoot after with the baby. Well, yeah, yeah, not while she's giving birth. What about a dagger? They do that too, actually. A, A dagger. Yeah, that'd be cool. With a jewel I hit. A dagger. I can do it with the birthstone in the hilt. With the baby's uh, name engraved in it in Gaelic. Oh, yeah. dude, that's that's it. A letter opener. You have to sacrifice something with it, obviously. <laughs> obviously. Like, the second born. Uh, yeah, the second born. Oh, my God. To show how much your love for the first born is. But yeah. other than that, I think... You explained to her that there, there's a curse that the Spooner men only live to 50 and they're always killed by their own offspring, so... Is that my get out of jail free card? I just fake my dad and then she thinks the curse got me and I'm able to live the rest of my days in Thailand. Everything you do, you can just blame on the curse and you're fine. Oh no, the curse, I'm dead. Curse. Curse. Oh!